A blonde and a brunette walk into the bar, and what do you get? One wants to peg you, one wants to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm Harley. And I'm Jess. And welcome to the shit show. <laughs> what up guys hello so i just want to start by apologizing for us missing last week i don't know why don't know where it came from but i got super duper sick i'm gonna assume it was stress and allergies because north carolina's weather fucking sucks and a lot of shit was going on at work so but here we are i'm alive i'm sort of well uh physically not so mentally but here we are (laughs) so i just want to start with my bar chronicle story to kick this episode off because shit happened again so i've been telling jess i was like i told her i was like i remind me to tell the butthole story (laughs) and i'm just like uh okay (laughs) So, just gotta me, go with it. Yeah, let me put this disclaimer out. Like, look, I don't give a fuck if you have an OnlyFans. Good for you. That's get your that money back, maker. Sis. Hell yeah. yeah. Like, get that money. Good for you. But this is when I have a problem. You are sitting at my bar, showing your fucking butthole. Like, look at this. Look at my oh. butthole. And then showing videos of you flicking your fucking bean. I'm like, yo. bro what the hell (laughs) (laughs) and she was doing it to a guy that she got so butthurt because like i've known this guy for a long like we're actually from the same area and we've been facebook friends forever but he came into my bar and he kept talking to me talking to me me, whatever and then he was like hey give me your phone so i was like whatever put my number she got so upset and was like why did you just give her your number he's like because i wanted to and then she turns around and was like, hey, look at my butthole. <laughs> Why does that feel like super pick me? Oh, e- extra pick me. Like yeah. such a pick me. And she was underage. And bitch. Yeah, was, oh my God. Yeah, she was a 20 year old. So I'm like, all right, you're just naive trying to figure the world out. It is what it is. But honeys, like, I want to say have some self respect for yourself. But at the same time, like, like i said no it's not even that it's more of like hey girl like you need to learn how to handle rejection a little better like not everyone's gonna click with you and that's okay and showing them your butthole isn't gonna (laughs) be like hey you know what actually because like you're still gonna be the second pick and Mm. she was she yeah Yeah. she very much was and but she kept trying and trying and trying and it was it was almost like the more i thought about it i was like look girl i'm sorry she wasn't ugly like don't get me wrong but i was just like i'm that's not the way to do that baby girl and then she comes in the next night and is doing it again to a different dude and the dude wasn't like he was just standing at my bar and then all of a sudden butthole same pictures (sighs) flicking her bean and i'm like yo Get away from my. I was like, I looked at her. I finally got to the point where I was like, Look, I don't care what you do. That is your body. You do what the fuck you want. Just not standing in front of my bar where I am always standing at because it's where all my shit's at my fruit, my juice, all my shit is right there. And you're just like, Hey, look at my butthole. Here we are. I'm like, Yo, stop. I mean, technically and legally, couldn't you like kick her out of the bar for soliciting soliciting her 
her business? I don't know. Because, like, last night, I had a guy. Oh, my God. It screamed, like, small dick energy. So, he was in the bar the night before. And he was, like, slurring his word. Like, every time he tried to talk to me, like, I had no idea what the fuck. It was that to that point. And I, so yesterday, I made a joke. Everybody that knows me, whether you know me as Marine, as Harley, as bartender, I am the same person across the board. Like, straight up. And I am a huge smartass. I take pride in being a smartass, and I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So, first thing I said was, oh, are we going to be able to speak English today? And his face was like, the fuck's that supposed to mean? And I was like, well, last night, I was like, and I'm laughing while I said it. And mm-hmm. I was like, last night you were slurring your words and everything. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, give me fireball. And I was like, I'm helping somebody. Because I made the joke. I was waiting on somebody's like money or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he's like screaming bartender, smacking the bar or whatever. And his buddy was like, yo, don't do that with her. Like, he, he's been to my bar before. And they know how I operate. Don't. PSA. Stop. Do not slam on the bar. If you go out to a bar, that is not going to get rude. You. It's yeah. so rude. Don't scream, hey, bartender. So, climbing over the bar, waving your money and shit is not going to get the bartender's attention faster. All that's going to do is fuck you in the long run, and you're going to get pushed back. I'm going to mm-hmm. go to a different person. If you're slapping on the bar, you hey, yell bartender, so on and so forth. Like I'll acknowledge you, and I'll be like, hey, I'll be with you in a minute. But if you continue it, continue it. Like, no, fuck you. So then... He, like, it starts running his mouth, and his buddy's like, dude, stop, 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 whatever. And I give him their shots, and the dude was like, give her money. He's like, what the fuck? Why would I give her money? I I don't see no fucking shots. And I said, hey, dipshit, look down. They're right in front of your face. He's like, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck this place. Blah, blah, blah. Takes off running. And I was like, (laughs) somebody's got small dick energy. What a baby back bitch. What the fuck? I thought I was like, all right, I guess we're little bitches at this bar. It's fine. And he took Jesus off. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And so then he tried to go, he tried to bash me outside like a fucking child out in the smoking pit. And then he tried to bash me at another bar. And everybody's like shutting that shit down. And oh. then go figure. We didn't kick him out though. Even though I had to cuss him out, tell him to get the fuck away from my bar. We didn't kick him out. So Ugh. I think her showing her butthole and nobody being offended. Um, yeah, that was the point of my story. It's like the fact that we didn't kick him out, I think showing her butthole. Um, yeah, like, especially since we're in like this huge, like, I do what the fuck I want with my body type of thing. I don't know, Mm -hmm. but yeah, there's my butthole story and PSA do not tap on the bar or yell for your bartender because that's all that's gonna do is piss them off and tell you go fuck yourself. So, yeah, that like, why would you? I'm not going to ask why because some people are just on one these days. But just oh, like absolutely. it's like having bad etiquette with your uh, your waiter, like the person who's serving your food. Like not saying that like, you know, oh, they're going to spit in your food or whatever. But like, why would you be rude to someone who's like tending to you? You know what I mean? It's just really bad manners. And yeah, you seem to get some really interesting characters in that bar. Oh, for sure. Like, <laughs> some girl was damn. like, he must watch Andrew Tate. I was like, oh, oh my God. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Like, I mean, all jokes aside, you you can't claim to be super manly or masculine, blah, 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 if you can't even handle your own fucking emotions. Like, I just genuinely feel sorry for men like that or people mm-hmm. in general. But yeah, like, 
don't know. You can put up a front all you want, but yeah, that guy was acting like a little baby back bitch. Yeah, so. exactly. And I even told him, I was like, look, I am not. I was like, you were the size of my thigh. I was like, I am not afraid to jump over this bar if you want to act like some type of way. I don't give a fuck. One of these days, I'm probably going to get my ass beat by some by like, well, I technically did by my ex, but not here nor there. Dark humor. <laughs> <da-dun>. Um. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, so we're going to switch gears on this uh, note here. I just wanted to share this little tidbit for y'all. So last week we were going to talk about or I did an anonymous link to where we talked about the red flags Uh and some man. When I say red flags, I mean, red flags that you see in a man or a woman. And some of y'all put some weird ass shit. And then somebody put in there like (laughs) I used to be in love with you. And I'm so sorry, whoever you were. You may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've gotten a few of those too, and I'm just like, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> are you okay in the head? <laughs> yeah. Do you do you need to talk to somebody? Because I'm sorry, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> one of the ones that stuck out to me the most, um, I kind of wanted to unpack it. Was they said that their current, it was a red flag in a girl if they are still friends or close with like the last person they had sex with. Or just sex with in general. So Mm. I wanted to unpack that because I am friends with people I've slept with. Because Mm. it was nothing like we just wanted to have a good time or we knew. Like I've said in my past episodes, there are times where I can literally detach myself from having feelings. Like it ain't no thing. Exactly. Like it's it's nothing. Like we can it's very much can still be a thing. Now I can see where it's kind of weird. Like, if you are in a relationship with somebody or you eventually get into a relationship with somebody, then again, I still don't know because I don't know. It's not weird. It's not weird. Like, if we're not anything, like, we're not exclusive, we're not dating, we're not seeing each other, mm-hmm. that's none of your fucking business if I'm friends with somebody that I slept with. That's none mm. of your fucking business. And you're not going to know. Like, I'm not going to tell. So, say if I started dating somebody and, you know, somebody I, you know, I'm friends with, I'm not gonna be like, oh yeah, by the way, I slept with them. Like that's, that was a before you thing. That's not a thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So as long as it's not affecting that relationship or have anything to do with it, then who fucking cares? Exactly. So it just either sounds like that person is a little insecure about it, or maybe they're not being completely honest about their feelings about that person. Like maybe they want to move forward and, and be something more. And you know, that might be just something that rubs them the wrong way, which If and when it gets to that, of course, that person is going to be like, okay, peace out, guys. I got a man. You know, I got a lady, whatever. Ain't no thing. Right. But but it also just shows you the duality of how things can be. Like, for some people, it's just sex. It means nothing. For some people, sex is a very intimate, emotional type of thing. So, uh, and you can't push that on your beliefs or your thoughts on other people and so it's like okay sex is very intimate very personal for you for some people it's not that way and it's okay so um putting your own judgment is gonna you know you're gonna have a good a bad time if you do that yeah no i and and i totally agree with that i I didn't quite understand that one to be honest um Mm -hmm. i guess like i said because i am that type of person where i'm like i can have emotional like i know like, I can have emotional sex, but then I can have just sex. And, yes, there's very, very much a difference. Like, that's another thing I think that people don't talk about or realize 
that there is a different thing. Like you don't, you can have sex and not be emotional. Some people don't know how to detach that. Like mm-hmm. my best friend, because she's even asked me, she's like, I don't know how you do that. I was like, what do you mean? She's like, how do you just have sex? And I'm like, one, because I have needs. Two, I don't have time for a fucking, well, this was way back when, but I was like, I don't have time for a relationship, mm-hmm. but I'm down for a good time. Like, mm-hmm. if as long as we're staying clean, we're doing, you know, whatever, staying out of each other's personal business, then it doesn't matter. Like, that is very much still a thing. But some people, and it's okay, and some people can't do that. There's nothing wrong with that. Sometimes being emotionless during sex can have its, you know, its cons to it. So mm-hmm. sometimes you don't know the vibe. Like, sometimes you talk about, like, no, this is just this is just sex. This is just casual. It's just friends with benefits, what the fuck ever. And then, yeah, don't complicate it. Exactly. And sometimes it's, shit gets complicated. Just don't do that. Like you, that's when it comes back down to the magic word that we always fucking talk about is the communication and the boundaries. And I think we hit that when we talked about the friends with benefits portion is that Mm -hmm. if you're going to have sex with somebody and be like, okay, cool. That doesn't mean you guys have to talk every day. Like if you meet at the bar. Okay. Typically very, it's a very, very low chance that that's going to come out to be anything. That's just my opinion on it though. Like, yeah fun good time it is what it is and if you guys stay friends then you stay friends again who fucking cares as long as it's not as long as you're not in a relationship and it's interfering with that relationship then again who cares you're good yeah yeah okay but that's just me no here no there (laughs) um so another one i've been doing i don't know why but my tiktok has like I don't know why my TikTok's blowing up, but it is. And it is, like, I love it because now I can start pushing out things. Um, I'm actually about to start pushing out mental health things, but we're going to talk about it on this one. Okay. But somebody brought up female-led relationships, which I thought was an interesting topic. Yeah. I mean, you don't really hear about that too often. But also, I feel like maybe it's not necessarily, like, portrayed that way because a lot of people just assume you know like the majority and most relationships they would think like and is that stupid bullshit going on right like right now like high value man high value women alpha man like god damn it fuck you andrew tate for your stupid (laughs) idiocracy that you've been you've been feeding these dumbass fucking personable like fucking men like if you're that easily influenced, I'm sorry. You're a fucking moron. But then again, like, when you're not necessarily, like, taught the ABCs or, like, the 101 about it, of course you're going to be easily influenced. Yeah. And people I- see, like, a a couple, a hetero couple, and they assume that the man is, you know, the dominant one, makes the decisions, et cetera, et cetera. And sure, maybe to an extent, but like at the end of the day, you are a couple. You're not an owner and ownee or property. You know, it takes two to tango and you you both come together to make it work. So while someone can absolutely have, you know, some good advice, some good teachings, um, it, it takes two to make a thing go right. So mm-hmm. maybe, again, don't put your values, your perspective onto 
everyone else because your relationship might be like your man is in charge and you're all about it. But for some people, they have a, you know, they have a really strong willed woman in their life and they're like, hey, she knows what she's talking about. I can, I don't need to like take a step down, quote unquote, but I can listen to my partner and, you know, take into consideration the good things that she's sharing. And, you know, it can, it can really work. Like if you're just, you know, not in your fucking ego or your, your feelings about it, cause you're not always going to be right, whether you're a man or a woman. So when your partner comes in, they're supposed to give you a different perspective to make you like your best self. Um, and as long as it's healthy, then absolutely. But I've definitely seen some some not healthy female-led relationships. And that's where I was like talking to you about like a few episodes ago where one of my friends' uh, wife was like, you need to unfollow all these bitches. You can't talk to these girls. Uh, you can't like anyone's pictures on Instagram. Like that was just her projecting her insecurities. That is not a healthy dynamic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I've just I've definitely seen more of the like the toxic female led relationship. Oh yeah, no, and that definitely I mean that that portion can go either way too, because like my ex, I isolated the fuck out of myself. Like he didn't like me hanging out with my friends, even people that I worked with, yeah. even if it was females. Like it can go either way. Mm-hmm. So I personally maybe it's just because i grew up in a single mom household and watched her work her ass off and that's and you know that's been passed down to me and i believe that you know you can have female-led relationships but why does it have to be either or why does it have to be female why does it have to be male like yes why does it mean one why not both of y'all like run shit you know work hard play hard all that shit like i love exactly. those power couples those are amazing yes. like i think you- it's because some people sorry some people just like want to be in control and that is so fucking annoying like i get it it, it really is but it's not like to the extent that you want it to be it seems very much like you probably have mommy and daddy issues bro um <laughs> Like, I mean, I'm just being real. Like, I wasn't fully aware of, like, why I wanted to be that way until I finally, like, looked in the mirror and I was like, oh, I have mommy and daddy issues. <laughs> it just feels like they just want to be your parent. You know what I mean? And that's just, mm-hmm. like, fucking weird. Like, you're my partner, not my parent. Exactly. Like, you, it, it should be, It's you guys are a fucking team. You guys are united into one that was the cheesiest fucking thing i think i've ever said but <laughs> they just want to box around and that's annoying like it's so annoying like look we've got our jobs we grind together we build together so you know i don't believe in like i don't care how traditional my family comes from like my mom was the black sheep of the family i'm not gonna lie and it was very like i don't like yeah if you come from traditional whatever but i don't think like gender roles are such a fucking they're so played out like that it's not a thing anymore you guys are fucking well hold on so there was a dude there's a dude i work with who literally 23 he's young whatever literally broke up with his baby mama because she asked him to do chores 
And I was like, okay, well, was it after a field op? Was it after a deployment? Like, did he just get home? Like, I was asking all these, like, reasonable questions because I'd be pissed too if I got home from a field op and you're like, no, you need to do this, this, and this, which just comes back to that female-led toxicity that yeah. it's like, look, bro, I was just in the fucking field or I was just on a deployment. You're not going to start barking orders at me right off the rip because I'd get pissed as fuck about that too. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, no, like he was like, no, I'm traditional. Women do the shit. And she was a mom of three kids. Mm-hmm. So it was like, not only was she home by herself with three kids, but it's like, I don't know. But that's the that's kind of thing. Like when it comes to the traditional gender roles, like it's a it's a team effort at this point. Like, Yeah. Well, I was just going to go off that. I was like, I feel like sometimes when people talk about gender roles, it's usually it's usually a man who doesn't want to step up to the plate and put some work into the marriage, into the family. And they want basically to still get taken care of like by mommy and daddy type of thing. Um, And it's like almost like a cop out for making the woman do everything. Um, And that shit's exhausting. And I hope that they just realize that, you know, we unfortunately as a society are not, our grandparents we're not in that world anymore we're not even in our parents world we're not even in the world that we grew up in as a society mm-hmm. we've had to change and evolve it can if you can have a one income household that's amazing i good hope good for you y'all that, yeah good for <laughs> y'all i hope like get that bread dude like that's amazing but that is not the case for a majority of folks nowadays they need that dual income they need someone both both you know mom and dad both parents working especially if you're providing for kids um so at the end of the day like you get home from work and you have to you know you have to take care of your kids you got to tend to them and uh because i just saw a tiktok where um the woman was like she put her baby down in the crib and closed the door and she went downstairs to just eat lunch and her husband was like why is the baby crying and he brought the baby to her and she was like before that she explained like hey i just need a break he's not soothing himself like i just need to eat lunch and then i'll get back to it but it's almost like he doesn't care about her well-being he's more of like i don't want to deal with this so take care of it i'm like hey dude you also created that life why aren't you soothing your Mm -hmm. child entertaining the child taking care of it while your partner is taking a breather taking a break you know much needed but um and especially from my background like and that's my i think my current frustration is just like it it's so like latino culture can be so misogynistic that um that a lot of latina women don't want to date latino men because they're so they're so obsessed with being and appearing masculine that they just they don't they don't want to clean for themselves they don't want to cook for themselves and honestly that just sounds like a big fucking man child and I don't want that I want someone that can take care of their own and um and also like be willing to step up to the plate like kind of like how we're saying like it takes two and um when it is that way like y'all fucking thrive like you're happy you're both fulfilled none of y'all's um needs are being neglected in order to provide for the next person you know or you know your partner so that's where i'm at and it's just like it's sad so if you and like you gotta like also think about that with kids like if you still raise your daughters to be 
cooking, cleaning, tending to the house, all that jazz, and you're not teaching your son the basics, like how is he supposed to go off to college, go off into the real world, take care of himself before a woman comes along? Because I can tell you that a woman nowadays isn't going to want a man that can't cook, can't clean, like, you know, not just ramen, not just like a little like quick little <laughs> cleaning, like we don't want to feel like your mom anymore, like because we don't always get reciprocated that respect or the decency. And that's where like, you know, the joke about Andrew Tate, but a lot of men unfortunately do think that way. They're like, uh, you know, they think that they can do do an act however they want and still be reciprocated and taken care of, whether that be emotionally, mentally, household labor, uh, you know, cooking, cleaning, all that jazz. And I'm like, that just sounds like a very parasitic situation. Like you want all of the benefits and you want to reap none of the work that has to like go into that. It just mm -hmm. sounds very man-child, man-baby, and I'm not about that. Like, that's, like, literally the epitome of one of my siblings, and I'm just, like, I feel sorry for you because, like, no one wants to date you because you can't take care of yourself. And most women, as kind and nurturing as we are, we don't want to take care of a 30-year-old man-child. Mm -hmm. Sorry, not sorry. Like, mm -hmm. that's what it is. Yep. No, that's exactly what it is. And, you know... And we're sitting here talking about this, like, so I come from, obviously, a blue-collar <laughs> area originally, and, like, I know, like, people, just for example, like, blue-collar, you guys work hard hours, and it's not just them, like, there's so many different jobs out there, you guys yeah. work long, hard hours, Female, females and males, like, it's it's both, and, like, we're not saying, like, oh, as soon as you get home, you need to do this, you need to do that, da-da-da, like, it's not a nagging thing, yeah. what made... What it boils down to being is at the end of the day, you need to come up with a strategy, a communi communication, as we mm -hmm. always fucking preach, mm -hmm. and figure out a game plan. It is not one thing or another. Now, if there are some couples out there where, you know, you have the stay-at-home parent, why the one, again, like you said, the one income to where that's what they decide to do is that they want to be the stay-at-home parent take care of the house, take care of all the shit, then so be it. If, that's, if that is what works for y'all, then that's what works for y'all. But at the mm -hmm. same time, that just because that person says, oh, well, I'm going to stay home and take care of everything, mm -hmm. they still need to take care of themselves at the same time. When is the last time you checked in with somebody, your significant other that is a stay-at-home mom or dad, and takes care of the house? When's the last time they actually got to go do something for themselves? Whether yeah. it was to go shopping alone or get their nails done or go get their hair done or go out and have a drink with whoever or go to do something for themselves. Because at the end of the day, you can't have a functioning house if you're not taking care of yourself. So, like, yeah. everybody's like, oh, happy wife, happy life. Happy life. Cheese and rice. Um, but somebody, I saw a meme that was like, no, happy spouse, happy house. And I was like, I like that. That's yeah. So, like, like, for example, like, both if both of y'all work and um like throughout the week you just communicate like hey i'm getting home early like i'll get started on dinner you do cleanup or um you know hey like i think i'm working late these nights like i've um we should prep dinner ahead of time so that way it's like less work like i love seeing two people come together like 
you know, again, communicating and just making it work so that, you know, all of, or not all of the work is put on one versus the other type of thing. Like, okay, you cook tonight, I'll clean next to, like tomorrow night, I'll cook, you clean. Like, yeah, teamwork makes the dream work. And like, I love that for my friends. Like I, you know, like I, I don't, as much as like we like to bash on the the cruel reality of things, we want to see our friends in good, healthy relationships. We want them to have healthy dynamics. But if you just keep assuming shit and thinking that everything's going to be given to you, you're just like, that's just very naive and it's a little toxic in itself. Like that's just not a way to live anymore, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. So like, and and again, if that is your household, if you're on that, like, you know, one income household, the other partner is the stay at home parent or, you know, stays at home to take care of the household. That's amazing. But that's not applicable to everyone. So, so that's where I was like saying, like, just because those are your values, your perspective, you can't put that onto other couples because you don't know their situation to the full. Um, And I've just kind of witnessed that. I think, currently in my life it's like I think a lot of folks since I moved back to the south everyone's all like oh well are you dating when are you getting married when are you having kids I'm like I'm not even I'm not even with a partner right now like why are you asking me when am I gonna have kids like and that's where I'm kind of like it's not that I don't want that but it's just not in the cards right now but just because like that's like a norm for you like you know traditional marriage have kids etc don't put that shit on me like maybe I don't want that have you ever thought of that oh no but they don't and that's where I really get frustrated with like people putting their perspective their beliefs onto everyone else not everyone wants what you want and that is okay wow I wonder what that's called the social norm is not a social norm anymore not everybody wants the fucking traditional wedding kid 20 kids like yeah like I some think people elope and that's cool like i just can't like i get really annoyed when people are just like oh well that's weird i'm like just because you wouldn't do it doesn't mean that it's weird like mm-hmm. people have different perspectives different opinions different tastes and that is okay um <laughs> it kind of brings me back to because um bama rush talk was like a whole thing and that's cool But I also got really frustrated with some of the ladies that were bashing it. And I was like, hey, some women want to join a sorority and do that in college. Some women don't. Just take it for what that is. Like, don't push your shit onto other people. Just because she wants to do this is her vibe, her thing. Doesn't have to be your thing, but y'all can still be friends. Like, I don't understand why everything has to be, like, a fucking argument or, like, my way or the highway. Like, Uh, no, not everyone wants to be the same or have the same things. Like, how was how? Why is that so hard to grasp? So yeah. that kind of for me, I was just like, some people are so afraid to make their own decisions, have their own life, that it keeps them back. I think but we're in like this weird. Some people, some people just you know like what they like, and that's okay. But some people are just so concerned and evolved, like. And like, what's the word? Involved in what other people think that they won't live their own lives because Mm -hmm. they're afraid of someone else's opinion. I was like, who gives a fuck? Like, some of these people don't even like themselves. Like, period. Oh, absolutely. And I think we're like, especially in this generation, like this whole whatever, like our generation, 
we it, we're like in this weird social media thing. Like we want to have that. It's like social media kills just about everything is that we want to have this persona to where we fit in the social norms. But you've got this also where like, well, I don't want to be a part of the fucking social norms. And I think that's what the big problem, like you said, like who gives a fuck? Like if you want to do that, then fucking do it. Like one of the things that I'm pushing out right now is like for the mom talk, like moms, like Mm -hmm. being you, being yourself because fuck society, fuck with the the stigmas. Like I hate that. I hate mom stigmas, for example. Like I want to wear a fucking crop top. I want to wear booty shorts. I want to be covered in fucking tattoos. Oh, well, you're a mom. You can't do that. Fuck you. Yes, the fuck I can't. And you know what? I'm going to look like a badass with my badass little kid who is the fucking angel. You know, he's a spawn of Satan, but he's also an angel at the same time. Just kidding. My kid's the shit, but. No, um, but I get it. And I think that's also like, I feel like I've said it before, like when we were talking about, you know, women who want to follow the beauty standards and some women who get work done that's you. That's great. I hope that it's for you and it's not to lessen the burden that society puts on you. Um, mm-hmm. Because I was kind of thinking that the other day I was also listening to, well, I was at work and of course, you know, old top 40 music is on and that song you belong with me was on. I was like, I was like Taylor Swift kind of sounds like a pick me in this song. <laughs> and I felt bad saying that because nowadays you can't have your own opinion without, people just bashing you for it. And I'm like, I'm a huge, I was a huge Taylor Swift fan. I still like some of her songs. Um, but the the statement still stands. I was like, that just sounds very pick me. Like, bitch, he doesn't want you, move on. That's okay. <laughs> um, but what I was getting with that is just, uh, like I said, the pressure to to be skinny, to, to look like everyone else, to get work done, to get Botox. Like you and I had that really big sit down talk because you and I both are trying to break away from like, sure, be trendy, be in style, whatever, or just do your thing and just, and that's okay. But I feel like sometimes women get mad at women who don't want to follow the status quo. Mm -hmm. And I'm just kind of like, hey, you can still do that if that's what you want to do. But I'm no longer going to make myself miserable to try to fit into these standards because I'm, I'm just for example, like I'm just not built that way. Like I'm going to be a little curvier. Um, I'm going to weigh more because I have tits and ass and just finally accepting myself, accepting myself Mm -hmm. that I'm, I'm this, that, and the other, and I'm not going to fit in with everyone all the time. And that is okay. But, um, with this book that I was reading, that's where I got that from was just some women are threatened by others who don't want to follow the status quo or the norm. And so we're, we're like, we're like exiled or we're like banished out (laughs) or or we're called whatever. Like, and that's where I wasn't trying to get at. It's like, Hey, we're not trying to be pick me's and put these women down. We're just trying to say like, Hey girl, you can accept and love your body and who you are as you are right now. You don't have to get a nose job. If you want, like, if you do, that's great, but do it for yourself, not because you're so afraid of external or constructive criticism or even just criticism in general. A lot of women don't, not a lot of women, some, but some women just don't like themselves and they're going to pressure you into getting work done, into being as miserable as they are. And I don't like that. And the mm-hmm. more that I've been breaking away from women like that, and you know, our age at 28, I feel like that's just 
we're just too old. Like, not necessarily too old, but like, yeah, too old to be acting that way. Like, (laughs) I'm so sorry that you probably peaked in high school or in college. um, Or that behavior was okay for you to do back then. But now we're almost 30. I'd like to hold ourselves to a better standard because we know better now. You know, we can't necessarily always use that. Oh, I was young and dumb. I was like, yeah, use that now and be better. Um, But the more that I've broken away from that, the more pushback I've gotten from women who are exactly what I've been talking about. And like, that's where I'm kind of like, your insecurities are your own responsibility. I'm not going to feel like shit about myself because you feel like shit about yourself Mm -hmm. and I'm not going to put women down. So I, and I've also just had like a couple encounters with some women who, um, I feel like they like, they gave it a bad, a bad rep, but I was just like, okay, you're used to looking like everyone else. Like they were, you know, they were in sororities in college and that's great. I fucking love that shit. Like sororities stand for some cool shit. But it also brings in a certain type of toxic girl mindset. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, just because you want to look like everyone else, you know, you want all of your friends to fit your aesthetic and look good on Instagram and shit like that. Like, I just felt like I was just meeting way too many women who only cared about how they looked, not necessarily like who they are, like as a person or like their personality, how they treat other people. And that's what I feel like makes you pretty like you have a pretty vibe you have a pretty soul but when you're acting a certain way and you just think that your good looks are gonna like be your reason to or your excuse to act a certain way I immediately I'm gonna think that you're an ugly person because that's just Mm -hmm. what you are you might be pretty on the outside but you're just really ugly on the inside and quite frankly like I think that also has made a huge difference on the quality of friends that I have, whether they're male or female. Mm -hmm. So, um, I just like, I can't tolerate certain shit anymore. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I'm just kind of like, what the fuck? Like, why, like, (laughs) like, again, like, why are you putting your shit onto me? Like I, who said that I want the same shit that you do? Like conformity isn't always a good thing. Yeah, It's not like I'm like trying to be like anti everything. But I'm just really trying to figure out who I am without being easily influenced by everyone else. I'm like, I can have my own opinions. I can have my own perspective. Like, wow. Like, you know, 40 years ago, like women didn't have that ability to. So why wouldn't I? And it's again, it's not bashing the women who are like that. But I'm just kind of like, have you ever tried to think for yourself? Or is everything that like you stand for? quote unquote, like shit that you get off Instagram or TikTok. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's, you know, you know, to kind of wrap. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, to kind of like wrap things up, like normalizing. First off, you know, backtrack a little bit. Is that normalizing, communicating with your partner because it is a team effort. It is not a male, alpha male, alpha female. Like 100% you guys need to communicate with your shit. Normalize men being able to talk about their feelings, normalize, you know, your whatever, your significant other in general, sit down and have a community, like a talk with each other, communicate, communicate, fucking communicate. It is not just because you think it's also nagging. It's not always nagging. Like, why do they keep, they keep bringing something up. Why is that person bringing something up? So again, 
I'm going to say it again. Communicate. I just think some people like really lack the self-awareness. So if you, if you see it as nagging, maybe you need to reflect on yourself on why you think it's nagging. Like, has this been approached and talked about before and you just keep slipping up and not Mm -hmm. beating that standard? And then you're just immediately going to dismiss that as nagging because you don't want to realize that, hey, maybe you're the problem. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes you just need to do that self-reflection like and there's nothing wrong with it. There's literally nothing wrong with you sitting there and self-reflecting on yourself like, okay, you know, even if you do it once a week where you sit there and you just sit in your head, not, you know, in your head, in your head, but like you sit there and be like, okay, what 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 happened here? Say you guys got no fight. You sit there and you analyze it in a way. You know, and sometimes people don't know how to. Maybe no. that could be an episode. If people are interested, that'd be an episode that we talk about, get more in depth yeah. on. Yeah, like, like normalize, like having like uh, like a weekly AAR with yourself. Like, hey, where can I get better? Where can I improve? How can how can I better my relationship with my partner, etc.? Like, don't get complacent. Don't get comfortable because nothing good comes from that level of mm-hmm. comfort. You're you always want to grow and get better. Um, and that's kind of where I'm at. Like some people think that their behavior is okay. And sometimes it's really not. And they're not able to reflect in themselves to see that maybe they're the problem. Mm-hmm. And also like, I I was really tired of making it my own problem. Like I'm not fucking Captain save And some people, you just need to leave them where they're at. So if someone like a friend, your partner isn't willing to get better and improve and like, evolve with you you just need to leave them where they're at because they're just going to drag you down and and I just finally like really got tired of that with my female friendships I was just like what the fuck I was like bitch you don't even like yourself like no wonder you keep fucking nagging on me I'm like I'm trying to have a glow up trying to love myself and you're and like I felt like this girl was just so threatened by that and I was like why does that why do you feel threatened by me finally having some self-esteem? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I was just like, I don't think this friendship serves me any good. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as I miss her sometimes, I'm more of like, hey, no, I feel a lot better about myself because I'm growing, I'm evolving, I'm getting better. And some people don't want to see that. They want to see you still miserable or sad or whatever. So if you – if you want to keep bitching and moaning about the same bullshit, all right, that's on you. But maybe your partner wants to do better and be better. So you should be able to match that with them. Like, hey, you know what, babe? You're right. Um, we could both work on this. I can do this. You can do that. And, you know, like, because I love seeing those power couples, like those genuine power couples on, like, either in real life or on Instagram, whatever. But not everything is what it seems on Instagram. But, mm. Like, I love seeing and hearing that my friends are having, like, a really fulfilling marriage relationship. They're finally being treated the way that they deserve to be treated and vice versa. Like, you know, if you love being spoiled and all that, like, you would want to reciprocate that to your man, to your to your girl. So um, I don't like, you know, as much as I'm there for my friends when they're venting, I'm like, hey, girl, well, let's, you know, let's come up with some solutions. Like, let's let's do something so that your marriage, your relationship can be better. Um, do you think that's that can be considered as tough love, though? What? What do you mean? Because that's what I got told is that same kind of going off topic here, but the same situation, literally same situation. Uh-huh. And I would do the same exact thing 
and they I was like it's not even tough love it's you know just making points trying to help you get better they're like well not all of us can can do that not all of us can accept that and so then it's like it's almost tiring too because like they want you to be coddled when really like I'm sorry I'm not it's not like a tough love I'm not like being a bitch about it like hey I'm just trying to help you like look just trying to better you and it's so exhausting like after a while it's yeah. really exhausting so I know it was kind of random kind of didn't make sense but like no, I got you. Yeah, because, okay, so, I mean, you and I both are advocates. Like, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force mm-hmm. it to drink. And that's why I was saying that sometimes you just need to leave people where they're at. But, uh, you know, there's a difference between venting and then um, and complaining. So, like, yeah. do you want solutions or do you just want me to hear you out? So, exactly. I get it, oh. but <laughs> but, like, you know, like, I just feel like I just, like, after a while, after complaining for so long, like, don't you want it to what does that entail putting some yeah. work in and the results are always going to pay off it just you know it sucks for a little while or maybe it's hard or maybe you're just lazy and whatever complacent but you're not going to get anywhere with being lazy and complacent so, mm-hmm. so that's yeah. where i'm kind of <laughs> like come on girl or dude whatever this situation <laughs> currently sucks but it can get better but it's up to you to get off your butt and do something about it Mm-hmm. So yeah, to wrap it up, once again, normalize being having communication with your partner because it is a team effort and mm-hmm. fuck social norms and what society stigmas have to fucking say. Like it yeah. is okay. Do, if it is what yep. Like do what makes you happy. You know, I say that, but I feel like that's also in that weird hmm. the weird culture that we live in now that I just said that out loud. But anyways, um yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Wait, what do you mean? So, like, what do you how, mean? Like, we were just talking about pushing other people's objectives on other people. Uh, like, yes, yeah. do what you know. Fuck society, like social norms. Again, like if you want to get married, you want to go fucking elope, not have this big ass marriage. Who fucking mm-hmm. cares? If you're mm-hmm. a mom that wants to wear a crop top and booty shorts, fucking do it. Things like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, people. yeah, yeah, yeah. Because sometimes I feel like we mean well, and I feel like sometimes really toxic people will take what we say and like manipulate it to their Yes, that's why I was like, oh, let me pop the brakes real quick when I say that. I'm like, this does not apply to you. Please get some self-awareness. Fuck you. Yeah, Um, so I just wanted to clarify that. So also, I know if you're still with us, kind of want to throw this out there. So one thing that we're trying to push right now is to get reviews. Um, Whether you can do reviews now on Spotify and then you got Apple, there's Google. We are on every single platform you could that has a podcast platform so if you leave a review like comment review not just the stars whatever because anybody and everybody can do that you can't shows if you leave us a review on any of the apps or any of the platforms screenshot it send it to us and we are now going to do a raffle type of thing into where you're going to get a bootylicious uh surprise <laughs> that's all i'm gonna call it i'm just gonna call it the bootylicious surprise so you have no idea it'd be no cost to you no nothing and then once we so we've got one more episode and then we're gonna call it on season one which is super fucking exciting like we're already about to hit season two and it's like holy shit here we are but anyways <laughs> um but that's the thing so once we pick back up mid-september on season two we will announce who finally gets it so you've got a couple weeks to finally get to it or whatever but again make sure you get on one of these platforms leave a review send it to us and be like hey here's my review and your name will be put into a drawing 
for that bootylicious <laughs> surprise. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> I love it. Okay, yes, whatever she said. <laughs> so today's episode was a little bit of holy mix between funny butthole stories and then like, hey, here's a fucking life lesson for you, bub. Right. I feel like we were overdue for that. But like every now and then, like I'm like halfway through my rant and in my head, I'm like, did any of that make sense? <laughs> and sometimes like there's some other podcasters that I follow and they're like, oh, yeah, so and so goes on their schizo rants. I was like, do I have schizo rants? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Well, if you're new, because I've been promoting the fuck out of the podcast. And if you're new, this is the first episode that you listen to. We are not serious in every single podcast. Like, yes, we will throw out serious shit here and there. But every episode has its own little quirk, goofy spiciness to it. So if you're like, yo, what did I just listen to? Like, no. And I, the way I explained it too, I was like, we literally are not a typical, because everybody thinks, oh, you see two females on a podcast. Like, it is not a bashing, yes, we talk about dick, yes, we talk about this, or yes, we talk about that, but it's not like a bashing. It's like a, how I explain it literally is like a spicy educational that almost, I mean, we almost lean more towards men, not intentionally, but like, that's just how it turns out. Like, yes, we call women out, but it's more so like an accountability thing, but yeah, here we are. I feel like I really, like, well separately and even together you and I both are like really like kind of like that movie called the ugly truth like that's <laughs> us like here's the truth it's not always pretty but like it's just what it is and like you know we're not going to sugarcoat it because like I think there's yeah. been too much of that to where mm-hmm. people do that and then they're like bro what the fuck they didn't get the results that they thought they would so I'm like hey we got you hopefully it leads to better results and so far I mean, it has. So yeah. you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And let me know if that was a schizo rant. <laughs> <laughs> or don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Peace All right. out, guys. And we will see you next week. All right. See you here. Bye. Bye.